Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about D-Gen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about D-Gen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the D-Gen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full D-Gen. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what is happening? I tell you, as the intro's winding down, I'm looking, I'm staring down, and I see my cell phone right on my fucking desk, and I'm oh, like, no. I do the last minute, like, chuck across the room. So at some point uh, today, I will have to find my cell phone. I, I did toss it uh, somewhere in, in, in this room, but... Uh, yeah, man, listen, uh, Thursday Night Football, the uh, Denver Broncos fucking suck, as we predicted, and uh, Browns keep on rolling. They're, they're playoff ready with Case Keenum and, and their third string fucking running back uh, ready to go. So we're ready to go. We got lots to talk about today. What's going on, Panther? Oh, not a lot. I'm still cherishing last night's college football podcast with that intro that you slapped together and Chubby Zebra getting buried. I just I just love that intro. So, uh <laughs> Maybe we're ready for a new intro in this one. I don't know. I'm, I'm, t- I'm tired of swinging and missing. Baseball's over, right? It's not quite over. It will be soon. We're not quite there yet. I, I tell you something. Like, Arch does not discriminate. Like, if, if you asked me the one person I know of who is the least sexist, racist, misogynist person in the world, it's Arch because he hates everyone equally. That's true. He will treat you like shit equally. So... Chubby Zebra, you think that Arch is going to treat you nice because he treats Panther like shit? Uh-uh. Don't <laughs> fucking think so, buddy. I, it thought after the UMass ganging up on me last week, I think that he was safe. But uh, no, he came out guns a-blazing. No one is safe for March. No one is safe. That's true. So you sent me a chart. Well, actually, it's a whole story, right? We got tagged yeah. on Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Lord tagged us on on something on Twitter and then... Uh, I want to give the the guy credit. GG. GG on Twitter. Yeah, so here you go. GG on Twitter had posted this chart, and I was – I had opinions on this. I had things to say. Panther said some things over on Twitter. But I, I saw this chart. And, uh, first off, good job some of those teams such as the Knicks and the Sixers and the Celtics who are mostly uh, the Warriors, of course – or mostly have, have, have drafted their team and they're highly competitive teams, right? Some other teams, eh, not so <laughs> lucky right now. I mean, you're looking at, um, I mean, you know, listen, the Grizzles and the Hornets, their teams on the rise, 
OKC, I mean, they're what, four or five years out if that uh, Orlando Magic, they fucking suck. Uh, Atlanta, you know, surprising. Good mix, by the way. I think Atlanta's got a very good mix of draft, trade, and free agency. So, That's what uh, we're looking at for the people I on the podcast. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, you should have explained this chart that we're looking at. It's a team roster composition that shows teams that have drafted uh, teams made up of free agency, teams made up of trades and uh, waivers. And not surprisingly, the fucking Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets, uh, very few drafted players on their team, mostly free agency and and some trades there. Um, astounding stuff. I mean, you know, I was surprised like like the Dallas Mavericks, almost all free agency. Yeah. Um, everyone wants to go to Miami. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Panther, Panther, what stood out at you on, on this chart? Well, I, I think you hit them both on the head. The A is the Lakers and the Nets just basically trying to buy a championship a la the New York Yankees. And two teams that you did point out, Charlotte and Memphis. Memphis is a team that we haven't really talked that much about, but this is a team that's actually really deep, really young, really fast. They are I like this Memphis team, and they drafted these players. So I I like the teams that can build it through the draft. They do it the old-fashioned way. I'm not a fan of these so-called super teams that try to align themselves through buying their championships. I definitely root against those teams. I have another point to make while looking at this chart. I just realized this right now. Is no one wants to play in Minnesota. No one wants to play in Washington. And no one wants to play in New Orleans for some reason. The, uh, and, and I guess you throw no one wants to play in Boston because <laughs> I mean they're, they're the least free agency uh, attractive uh, teams according to this chart I mean again yeah no one absolutely no one wants to play for the fucking Timberwolves right no one wants to do that and, and the Wizards have been a dumpster fire for for a bit as well uh, New Orleans kind of surprising right they've got some young talent I guess it's the it's been the up and down coaching carousel that they've had there the management isn't really well trusted because I mean oh and I guess hurricanes because I, mean, I would like to Oh, it's fucking New Orleans, it's the party city. Wouldn't you want to fucking live down there? And then uh, Boston, yeah, no one wants to fucking. No one's going to sign with Boston. Uh, that's not going to happen. No, no one's going to volunteer to fucking do winters in in Massachusetts. Sorry, when you got Miami or Los Angeles there, no one's going to sign up for those winters in Boston. No, no, There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, I, th- I think. Uh, I mean, if I was an NBA player, I think uh, weather, particularly when you're playing in a season that's basically all winter long weather would play a factor for me and uh, you know another team that you talked about dallas which doesn't have the worst weather but you look at this chart and it just goes to echo what we've been saying for three years they don't draft luca any freaking help and whatever these free agent signings are that they're doing aren't working out dallas got whacked yesterday um bad play by me but uh, that one really stunned me. I thought uh, they did something more with their draft picks, but apparently they don't draft anybody. What? No. What must be going through the mind of somebody if the Lakers draft you? You're like, oh no, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm, I'm not going to start. I'm yeah. dealt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gone. See ya. <laughs> That's got to be. I mean, and same thing with with, with Brooklyn. It's like, uh, which team am I being traded to next? Right. Uh, like, you know, it, it, it all becomes just. Like which which players are available and, and who wants to go where who gets cut who who signs elsewhere you know it, that's that's what it is is you know Brooklyn is just made up of I'd say second or third tier other than their their top guys right second or third tier players or players on the decline that are like 
yeah, screw it. Let's all combine together and, and maybe, you know, uh, win a championship. And uh, probably the same thing with the Lakers can be said as well. A lot of these other teams, though, that I mean, I, I worry about the Warriors. Like, if, if anyone thought that Warriors dynasty was dead, if you guys watched Steph Curry play last night, goddamn, this guy's on a fucking mission and they're going to get Clay Thompson back at some point. I, I'd be worried about the Warriors for sure. Definitely a team that I didn't give them a lot of love when we talked preseason and, and the totals and what we expected. I didn't give them a lot of love, but these young players that they've drafted over the last couple of years are actually starting to produce. So I agree. The Warriors are a very dangerous team. All right. Anything else on the charts or should we just no, get to it? I think it segues uh, nicely into uh, NBA. A lot, a lot of games on the board today. And I know Panther and I have games that uh, we're not really covering together. So we might as well uh, just kind of go through this now. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Utah Sacramento game. Uh, sorry, you might have to scroll down to the bottom there. <laughs> for some reason, like my, my games got out of order here and the Jazz and the Kings game ended up first on my fucking board for some reason. But uh, Jazz absolutely routed the Thunder a few days back, and now they're Whoa. hitting the road. What's up? No, no, the Jazz routed the Thunder. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I thought the line shifted immediately. No, I was no, like, no. oh, shit. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk faster. Uh, yeah, I mean, they absolutely routed the, the Thunder. Big fucking surprise there. Uh, heading on the road to Sacramento, who I, I believe is a little bit better than OKC. The Kings hmm. just a tad bit better than OKC. They took it to Portland the other day. Uh, Harrison Barnes, De- uh, De'Aaron Fox looked absolutely sensational when they were on the floor together. I have this as a really close game. So at home, getting these points, I'll bet $10 on the Sacramento Kings. This was a game that I intended to be on, probably should be on. But I, for whatever reason, I didn't jump on them. I do like Sacramento. I like that. Actually, I think Sacramento can win this game outright. Utah is a very good team, but the Kings, this is a team that I want to watch because I think they got a lot better by subtracting some pieces. I talked about it the first game against Portland. You know, they, they thinned out their roster, which really gave the playing time and the rotation more clarity. Buddy Heald in the second unit really gives them a big boost uh, when the starters get their downtime. So I do like Sacramento here. For whatever reason, I didn't bet it, so I'm not going to curse you and add it. Heavy lean on the Kings. Yeah, I like the, I like the Kings play an awful lot. Uh, plus six. And Panther, I don't think you're wrong. I think they do have a chance to win. I, I only mm-hmm. think Utah mm-hmm. wins by about one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tight game. 110, 110, I have it at. <laughs> so I wouldn't hate the money line play, uh, but I'll put my 10 bucks on Sacramento plus six. I don't know how much I trust my numbers yet. Yeah, and, and Panther is the true hero of the show for avoiding the kiss of death. So I, I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, next game up, New York heading to Orlando. Uh, it's been well documented on this show how just impressed I am with the Knicks and the job that Tibbs has done to turn things around there. Uh, awesome first game against the Celtics, and now they're going to face much lesser competition with the Magic. Orlando might be vying for that first pick in the draft. Their embarrassing game one loss to the Spurs could be indicative of the misery the fucking Magic are going to have to deal with this year. It is a lot of points. It's a lot of points for a team on the road. What would you be shocked to say? I have the Knicks covering this game by fucking 12 points. Mm. $10 bet on New York. Yeah, I'm looking at this Orlando team, and even though they don't have Markel Fultz, they don't have Jonathan Isaac, even they're not exactly scoring prodigies. This team is built on defense. Uh, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr., that they 
pound the middle. They block shots. They rebound. But they have to rebound because this team just doesn't score. They miss a lot of shots. They miss a lot of threes. I like uh, the Knicks here. Derrick Rose on the second unit should be able to put up some points against a very thin Orlando second unit. I'm in agreement here. I'm going to lay the seven and a half, ten bucks on the Knicks. Oh, okay. We're avoiding a kiss of death again. I, I'm not crazy about this. That plus eight, uh, it's kind of tempting. I'm going to lean Orlando here, but I'm not going to do it. All right. Uh, next one up for me, let's talk this Phoenix and Los Angeles game. One of the games of the Knights, right? Uh, Vegas uh, has, has this as a one-point game right now. Last time I saw, it, it opened up uh, minus three and a half. It's, it's, it's within one right now. It's Yeah, the Lakers minus one. I have this as a one-point game. <laughs> I've got the Lakers winning this game 116-115, so I am not touching the spread. What I want to look at is the total, because we know both of these teams can play defense. But... Both these teams can also put up some points when they need to. You look at that first game the Lakers played against the Warriors. They had to try to keep up with with, with that that offense. And if the Suns are hitting threes today, I think the Lakers are going to be forced to do the same thing and keep up offensively as, as, as opposed to trying to clamp down defensively. And I think that's what's going to happen tonight. So I'm going to do a $10 bet on the over. And uh, I think, yeah, again, we're in for a fun matchup. This is going to be a... Uh, kind of a playoff caliber matchup i think they're, they're going to try to assess early in the season who you know what what these teams are against each other uh so great early matchup uh but yeah my, my play is on the over here yeah uh, this is a game i didn't even really consider at all i phoenix didn't do anything to improve their team it's really running it back they do have javel mcgee will be interesting in the second unit um, taking over for DeAndre Ayton when he gets his bench minutes, how he fares against you know DeAndre Jordan and, and the second unit of the Lakers. But the Lakers' starting unit on paper looks better, but Golden State kind of – I don't know if we want to say they laid out a game plan to take it to them. I just – I don't trust either one of these teams yet. Um, so it's, it's a sit back and watch for me. I don't even have a play. I'll lean Phoenix because of my hatred for the Lakers, but uh, no play for me. <laughs> I've got the Lakers winning this uh, by about two and change. So, you know what? I'll do it. I'll, I'll throw uh, 10 bucks on the L.A. Lakers uh, minus a point. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk Brooklyn and Philadelphia. You know, that drama in Philly not going away anytime soon. Uh, Daryl Morey essentially said yesterday, buckle in or buckle up uh, because Philly's not going to be pressured into trading Simmons. Uh, for the Sixers, it just means moving on without him. And then when they can trade him, they get like an instant jolt of an impact player for a playoff push. For Brooklyn, you know, they're kind of dealing with their own drama as well. And kind of seems just obvious, right? Just trade Kyrie and Daryl Simmons uh, and Ben Simmons and get it over with. Just, just fucking do it. <laughs> just both teams, just move on. You're done. Uh, Nets lost their season opener, and it's hard to fathom them losing two in a row to start the year. But that's what I have happening today. The Sixers just really tough to beat at home, and you got a motivated and more importantly, early in the season healthy Joel Embiid. They are even tougher to beat. So ten dollar bet on the Sixers. I will take the fucking point. <laughs> Yeah, not only Joel Embiid being healthy, not only Joel Embiid being healthy, but did you see what Andre Drummond did with only 16 minutes. Dude put up 17 boards. I think Brooklyn's weak spot is in the middle. Blake Griffin's never been really a big rebounder, and Claxton, the, the rookie, I don't expect him to be able to compete with the likes of Embiid and Drummond in this particular game. I, where it is in the middle is kind of where I'm at. 
So um, I, I'm going to lean the Phil, uh, Philadelphia Phillies here, the Sixers, and uh, but it's no play for me. Yeah, leaning the Philadelphia in this one too. Couldn't quite get there to consistently win or to cover that three. It's a little up and down. So it's a lean for me, Max. You're all by yourself. It's it's fine. Uh, you know we're running a little long, so I think we're going to take a little break here. Get Panthers NBA picks after the break. Let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk free bets. Profits average three percent every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That's you, Panther. All right, I got a few plays here. Let's start with Charlotte at Cleveland. Charlotte is one of those up-and-coming teams we talked about, and uh, LaMelo Ball is just – I mean, this kid's the real deal. He's pretty much came in and said, this is my team, jump on board, and I I, I like the direction they're going. Cleveland is a young team, but their guard situation, you know, between Sexton and Garland – I'm just not in love with these two guys. And it's it's a little better with Ricky Rubio on the bench who played really well last game. But the log jam in the middle, you've got Buck Allen, you got uh, Evan Mobley, you got Lori Markin in, like Kevin Love coming off the bench. I don't know what to trust here with this Cleveland rotation. I'm gonna do I'm gonna follow Max here in something that he tried at the end of last year. I like Charlotte for the win. I'm not gonna lay the points. I'm just gonna money line Charlotte. I got him at minus one sixty, unless Arch can find me something better. But uh Charlotte money line for the win. 
Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I, I do have them covering, but it is a close one. I've got Charlotte covering this game by about four points, so that was a little too close for comfort here. But I do have them winning. So, uh, again, for you guys that uh, aren't familiar with this, you can download and listen to every single episode, or I'll just repeat it right here, is, uh, yeah, towards the end of the season, I was looking at how we can find some value with betting money lines on the favorites, uh, balancing out every so often with uh, betting money lines on the dog. So you get a dog that is plus seven and you hit that and and you get a nice little uh, lottery ticket there, but you got to balance that out by guaranteed wins. And I think this, this is pretty much a guaranteed win. I like the Charlotte team uh, lean on the Hornets. Yeah. Leaning the Hornets here too. Uh, minus minus one forty five is the best line I can find you for Charlotte using odds, Jim. Like it. Like it, like it. Let's take a look at Toronto at Boston. Again, another team that I think is going to win, but I do not trust this team at all. But you look at Toronto, what they did their first game, they can't score. This is a team built like Orlando, really, built on defense, but their scoring just isn't there. They don't have Pascal Siakam yet. He's not back from his injury. And I think this is a team that's going to really struggle to keep up with the likes of Tatum and Brown. Brown just went nuts in that first game. It looks like he might be taking over as the man in Boston. I like Boston for the win. A little chalky, but I'm not going to lay those points. So I had 270 yards. See if you can find me something better, but ten bucks on the Celtics. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm total agreement with you. I do think the Celtics get the win today. I don't have them covering this one. I've got them winning this game by about three, sometimes four points. So it is it it is chalky if you're going to uh, bet the Celtics here. Um, but I don't trust that Raptors team. Like I, I really don't. They've got some talent on it, but they've also lost a lot of talent over the last few years. This is not the same team that won the championship. And nowhere even fucking close to that. And Siakam was at Nick Nurse's fucking throat most of last season. So who knows if that relationship is going to go sour and he ends up, you know, end up on the fucking Lakers or the Nets or some shit like that. Uh, I will lean the Raptors with the points, but I don't hate the Celtics money line play there. No, I like the Celtics money line play minus 250. Best I could find. looks like. Uh, but I have the Celtics winning by eight or nine in that range. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on this on Boston Celtics minus the six and a half. I think they can cover that. All right, so now I'm the hero of the day for not betting Boston because anytime go. I bet Boston and you do, you know, it never goes well. <laughs> Pretty much anytime you bet Boston, it doesn't go well. It's fair point. <laughs> Uh, one more game for me. Let's, t- let's take a look at the New Orleans Pelicans at Chicago. Uh, New Orleans just really doesn't know who they are. Devontae Graham doesn't look like he wants to be the Lonzo ball. He only had five assists in the first game. Spreading the ball around, who's going to be the shooter with no Zion? This just looks like a team in complete disarray. Chicago, I, I like what I see on paper. I like the win, but it was, you know, it was only Detroit, a rebuilding team. I'm still trying to find the identity here for this team. They, I almost feel like they pass the ball too much. They have too many unselfish players. I'd like to see somebody, Zach Levine, maybe step up and just be the ball hog and, and dominate. I think Chicago walks away with the win. I just couldn't trust that touchdown they had to give up. So I'm going to lay, looks like 280 until Arch gives me a better number, but uh, 10 bucks on the Bulls. Yeah, this is a game. I don't know if you were in the pre-show when I was talking about this one. When I ran my numbers, I have uh, Chicago winning by seven, and I have the total as 221. So uh, <laughs> there's nothing I can fucking do on this game. I, I hit everything the way that Vegas had planned for you know it, it to play out. So uh, I will lean the Pelicans getting the seven points, but it's a dumb push on both <laughs> sides for me. Yeah, I'll lean the Pelicans plus the points. I don't really have a play in this game. Uh, minus 267, Panther. 
value value that's all I have for the NBA. Well, we're going to look at the other premier matchup today in the NBA. Oklahoma City is going to Houston. It's a game that everyone wants to watch. Houston is minus one and a half, if I'm seeing this right. Yes. I think Houston wins. I think they cover. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the missiles. Dude, I've got Houston winning this game by eight fucking Yeah, points. I know. It's big. It's big. It is insane how I am. I just like, there's no fucking way I wanted to touch this game. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. But yeah. I couldn't believe it. Eight fucking points. I should have bet this one. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a lean on the missiles. Yes, seriously. I, I looked. I just want to question anybody's sanity who's betting this game. The Thunder and the missiles. This is uh, got I almost want to watch it because it's going to be a freaking train wreck. But uh, Houston's just so good at, in the middle. Christian Wood is going to be a monster. Boston, uh, Boston, Oklahoma City doesn't have anybody. They tr- they traded away Al Horford. They're really guard centric with Shea Gilgis Alexander and the rookie Josh Giddy. I I like this Giddy kid, but uh, man, I there's no way I can bet this game. I'll lean Houston, but God, that even makes me swallow hard. I, oh shit! What the fuck did I just say? God damn it! God damn it! I'll lean on Houston. <laughs> Baseball, oh, let's, let's go over to baseball. Uh, we got one game on the board today. This is the AL Championship Series. Red Sox heading to Houston. You know, the Astros' chances looked really bleak three games into the series. They were down <laughs> two games to one. Boston beat them badly in consecutive games. And now it is the Astros in control, able to eliminate Boston tonight. Uh, Houston, last couple games, they've looked trash can banging good. And maybe it's uh, the whistling that's helped them stay calm and uh, hit the ball a little bit better. Now, those allegations aside that the whistling is uh, sign stealing again, it's been their pitching. that's just absolutely shut down Boston or Boston's bats that have been absolutely cold the last couple of games. And I think that's an even bigger reason that Houston is knocking on the World Series door. In fact, I think they kicked that door open tonight as the Astros should eliminate Boston. Uh, you know, you look at the starting pitchers and they, Neither have had playoff success, so you got to match and you know hook on both of those guys, and then once it gets to the bullpen, as Panthers documented, which bullpen do you trust more? Houston over Boston. Money is hitting Boston in this one, by the way. Just so you guys know that I saw the money just hitting Boston hard on this one. I'm going to fade the money and bet ten dollars on the Houston Astros to close this out tonight. Yeah, the pitching matchup you speak of, we got Eovaldi versus Luis Garcia. Garcia has been really good throughout the entire season until now. The last game against Tampa Bay, he gave up six earned runs. He's given up 10 earned runs and only 3.2 innings in the playoffs. Garcia has been getting shelled. I almost think Houston should be starting you know, an opener, one of their relief pitchers, and then let Garcia come in in, in the second or third inning. Um, but alas, they're going to put him out there, and I, he's been so good that I just can't see him pitching this bad again. But maybe it does. I'm still in agreement. I think the Astros, they have the equal to the task with Boston. I don't know if they have better sticks, but they've got the sticks, and they do have a much better bullpen. I think they don't want to see a Game 7. It'll be all hands on deck for both teams tonight. Uh, I'm $25 on the Astros. Well, we're going to have a kiss of death on the Boston, <laughs> the Astros, the Houston Astros. Uh, what are they? Minus 110 was the best line I could find. I think there's tons of value there. 15 bucks on the Astros. 
as Boston wins like 42 to nothing. Yeah, there, there you go. Goddamn. Congrats, Boston. You got game seven. All right. Over let's, to the ice. Let's right? blast through this pretty quick here. Here we go. All right. Well, I mean, Panthers doing doing all four games. I'm only on one of these games, and that game is the Boston Bruins at the Buffalo Sabres. Going to eat some fucking chalk here. But honestly, don't look now. The Sabres are 3-0. and I think... I might be mistaken here, but this might have eclipsed or matched their win total from all of last year. So congrats, Buffalo Sabres, as the peak of your season. They beat a Carey Priceless Montreal team. They beat the Coyotes. They beat the Canucks. Not great competition there. But still, those were teams I had ranked higher than Buffalo. So maybe Buffalo is progressing uh, a little bit faster than I thought they would. But the Bruins are coming into town. Once again, their favorites for the Cup. They are 1-1 one one to start the season. Uh, they suffered that really bad loss to Philadelphia, but that was uh, rookie uh, Jeremy Swayman in goal, and he just did not look comfortable out there. Former Sabres goalie uh, Linus Allmark will get the start for Boston tonight, and that gives me more confidence to bet the Bruins here, eat that chalk, $10 bet on Boston. That that Boston game against Philadelphia really scared me because I was on the Bruins. It really scared me off the Bruins here. Um, at plus, what do we look at? One ninety ish. I think there's at least enough value at home for this Saber team who's who's been rebuilding um, that, to take a flyer on a lottery ticket. So I'll put ten dollars on the Buffalo Sabers. I don't really have an opinion on this game. You two can duke it out. Let's not duke it out here. Here, I said this in the pre-show, and I'll, I'll I'll let the listeners on this. You can do one of two things: you can either listen to Panther today, or even better, you can just fade me because my hockey picks are not very good right now. So, uh, may, maybe you jump on the Sabers with Panther. What else you got? You got three more games, right? I have three more games. I got a couple more lottery tickets. We're going to take a look at the also undefeated San Jose Sharks, who's been, you know, taking care of Canadian business. Three and zero to start, going against Toronto in Toronto. Um, look, this is another one of those where I think Toronto is getting way, way too much love. A little bit of a lottery ticket, but San Jose has been pretty good to start the season at what? Plus 220 thereabouts. I'm going to drop $10 on the Sharks. I have Toronto winning this game. In fact, it was the most one-sided victory on the board, and I still did not want to eat that chalk. <laughs> I will lean the Maple Leafs there, but uh, it's not a bad lottery ticket. Early on in the season, if teams can keep it close, I've been saying that all along. If teams can just keep it close, then then it's worth, you know, some of these uh, big big uh, uh, you know plus lines that you're getting. So uh, yeah, a lean on Toronto. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking at Toronto in this one. I think they're probably going to win. And Panther, you're getting plus two oh eight. Two oh eight. All right. Well, it's getting worse for him. So that's balancing out his NBA uh, bets right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll I'll eat a little chalk here. L.A. Kings at Dallas. I I don't like the Kings. I haven't liked the Kings for the last couple years. I know they're improving. They get a little better, but Dallas is actually much better at home than they are on the road, and it's only minus one fifty or thereabouts. So I'll put ten bucks on the Stars. Just leaning Dallas there. Um, I I like them. I think they should win, but uh, I could not fade the kings entirely here so just a lean on dallas yeah well lean dallas with you all right last play edmonton at vegas the edmonton i did anybody see this coming four and oh i did nine yeah you did <laughs> 19 goals 19 goals in their first four games vegas look i'm a i'm a knights fan but as long as laner is the goaltender 
I don't love these Golden Knights. I think they're going to have a hard time keeping up with Edmonton scoring. I like Edmonton plus the plus line. Uh, so 10 bucks on the Oilers. I think that is the play. I'm leaning Vegas here because my numbers say that Vegas should win this one. I think Edmonton is the play, though. Yeah, no, I I like Vegas. Minus the 126. I think they should cover it. But what the hell do I know about hockey? A couple comments here. James is asking, can you take a look at my 14 parlay? This is it. Bulls minus one and a half. Nuggets minus one and a half. Jazz minus one and a half. Knicks minus one and a half. I think as we talked about, that Jazz one is the one that really leaves a... Sacramento is that's a dangerous game for Utah. Yeah, I I still think Utah should win that one, but I don't think they're going to cover that one. And uh, yeah, I I like it. I have I'm I'm on my numbers agree with all those, so I, I don't hate that play. But I think that you're right. The Jazz game is probably the one on there that I'm a little worried about. Gerardo has a team teaser parlay here: Bulls, Denver, Utah, Knicks with a teaser. It wasn't the exact same. same. Was the exact yeah. same. Wasn't yeah. that the exact same one? That's pretty fucking funny. It's funny, yeah. <laughs> Some good. Same. Listen again. The same. Same thing. Like I mean, the Utah one is the one that that stands out as a possible risk. Yeah. Same answer. Red Sox versus Astros over eight and a half. Ding ding ding. <laughs> By the fourth inning. <laughs> I'm, I'm not great. At, I'm not great at whistling, but not great. That was fucking horrible. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> You can, you can do any better? No. <laughs> oh, they, oh uh, Arch is the whistler. He can play there for the go. Astros. There you uh, go. Magic plus seven five. I, I don't know, man. Uh, magic pretty terrible. I think. I think for me to look at the Magic, I'm gonna need double digits against almost anybody not named the Missiles. Ooh, ooh. Now we're OKC. Or OKC, the loser of tonight's shit ball. We talked about everything today. A little uh, bit of football. We talked about baseball, basketball, hockey. Max, that's it. That is it. Hey, download the DGENS app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, it is fucking Friday, which means NFL all day tomorrow. But I do believe you have a parlay to take us home with. I got parlay to take us home. Isn't October fucking awesome? All these sports. I absolutely love it. Let's try this parlay, kids. With the kids of death, Houston Astros. Probably stupid, but whatever. We'll double dip and take the Astros, the New York Knickerbockers, and the Boston Celtics. Put those three together. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter. Call us out by name. We'll holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.